We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, yeah. Let's rock. And while we're at it, let's let's get married. You got married at one of those little chapels in Vegas, didn't you? Was that? Didn't I hear that right? Yeah. That, Is that a rumor? No, that was, uh, it depends on which marriage you're talking about. Um, no, I've, I, this is going to sound completely wrong, but I've never been to Vegas. I've never been to Las Vegas. What? I'm 47 years old. I've never been to Vegas. You're a socialist. What's, what's the matter with you? I, I don't um, know, but no, I've, we got, uh, we got married in the church in Cumberland road. Yeah, I got married in in a church too, and it's been, God, going on thirty eight years. I go out and I give speeches, and I I mention that I've been married uh, to my sweetheart, my college sweetheart, for thirty eight years, and people clap. I'm I'm now at the the point in my life where people clap <laughs> over how many years I've, I've hey, somehow man. stayed married. Hey, that's it's that's kinda, that's it. Thir- how many thirty eight? Thirty eight. Yeah. Thirty. That's wow. See, I would have been married when I was nine. That's impressive. No, 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 no. That's 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 good, though. I mean, that's a solid relationship, though. Yeah, well, we have our ups and downs like every other couple on the planet. It ain't like Hollywood, right? It's uh, yeah. <laughs> one day at a time. We usually argue over stupid stuff. We agree on on the big things, but we find ways to needle each other, and uh, and then it gets like every- yeah, and then it gets a little too serious, and then you're like, oh man, okay, I was only kidding, and then you try and play damage control. I get that. By the way, I'm Paul Douglas. That's Chris Tubbs, who's producing today. Jordana recovering at the Mayo Clinic. Um, she had a rough day yesterday, one day at a time. She had her bone marrow transplant last Thursday, and uh, she was readmitted to the mail because she couldn't keep any food down, so they're feeding her intravenously. And, uh, you know, she's not mincing words. You know Jordana. She tells it like it is. She said it's hard. It's, it's really, really rough. But... Um, Hopefully soon she has more good days than bad days. Look, the reason we started this segment with Elvis, apparently there will be no more Elvis-themed weddings. The company that licenses Elvis Presley merchandise issued a cease and desist order to Las Vegas chapels where they have the, the Elvis impersonator who marries people. This is a $2 billion a year industry. And apparently the Elvis-themed weddings are a significant percentage of all the ceremonies performed. They attract 70,000 couples a year to Vegas. They employ 18,000 people. There are 55 freestanding chapels in Las Vegas. All of them offer an Elvis impersonator to marry couples. So that's going to stop, and a lot of these chapels now are scratching their heads and saying, uh-oh, how are we going to pivot? The good news, Chris, you can still get married by an Alice Cooper impersonator. 
The nah. $750 package includes two songs. Yeah, it's just poison, you know? Alice? Alice Cooper, poison, uh, you know? The I song. get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I... Why, why I, now, though? Why would they pivot now? Like, I, I mean, that's one of the first things I think about when I, I think about Vegas is I think about people going and getting married by an Elvis impersonator. Like, that's... Isn't that yeah. kind of one of the things? I mean, you go to Vegas to get married, uh, you know, a quickie wedding chapel with an Elvis impersonator. I mean, isn't that the whole point? Well, yeah. I get, when I think Vegas chapels, I think shotgun weddings. I think, okay, maybe second or third marriage. You want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've had too much to drink. Hey, let's go get married. Okay. okay. I, I would not have been able to get away with that. I mean, my wife wanted a church wedding with relatives there. Mm. And, and look, I, I do think it's a sacred uh, vow before God. When you get married, I, I don't think it's frivolous. And so, but again, you have the freedom. You want to go to Vegas and get married by an Elvis impersonator. You better do it fast because uh, it's all about the cheddar. It's all about the money. And the company that owns the rights to Elvis merchandise says no more. By the way, and and speaking of money, I saw something at the Minnesota Reformer. Due to a staffing shortage, MPD officers, Minneapolis police officers, have been putting in a lot of overtime. 72% of Minneapolis cops make six figures last year. 13 MPD employees made more than 200000 89 made more than 150,000, 466 more than 100,000 bucks. And I have, you know, no problems with that. Mm-hmm. They have one of the toughest gigs on the planet. They deserve every penny, especially over time. We're trying to attract good cops to come to Minneapolis and St. Paul. But uh, I, you know, that's, that's more than I thought they made. And I'm, I'm, Kind of glad they're making that much, but it's still not enough, apparently, to attract more officers uh, to the Minneapolis police force. Well, th- there are so many people out there in, in positions where you're capped. At, you know, you have forty hours. You have you know forty whatever it is. It's like you you are not allowed to make that overtime. And if this is because of all of the negative press, and and I mean rightfully so on the MPD, they've taken yeah. a, a massive hit. And again, I, a majority of that is completely warranted. But for those that are there, if the opportunity is there and you are getting approval for working the extra hours and you are being fairly compensated for it, if that is one of the perks that maybe you could attract people to come and fill some of those vacant positions, then take advantage of it. Absolutely. I, that's, it's nice to hear something like that. You, you've got to earn that money. But if you're talking about six figures and, and how many people made over two hundred thousand? Uh let's see. Thirteen MPD employees made more than two hundred thousand. I mean that, eighty nine made more yeah. than a hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, you, you can't slack your way through all of that extra, you know, time. So good for them because there are a lot of people out there that want that extra opportunity and if they're like here, it's there to take it, you do what you want. I, I have no problems with it. No problem at all. Yeah. We, we just, we don't want any more Derek Chauvin's. Okay. And, and look, 
Policing, I think, one of the toughest gigs on the planet. Oh, especially now, yeah. Having to make split-second decisions. I mean, never in a trillion years could I do it. Most people couldn't. It takes a special breed, and we need great cops. And we've got a lot of great cops out there. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to share those numbers because that was news to me. Todd Walker is going to lighten things up and talk about all the stuff that's coming up this weekend. Some of this you need to hear from Todd next. Paul Douglas with you. It's Thursday. Looking forward to a nice weekend. Sunday looks like the better day to be out and about. And somebody who I envy because he's often out and about exploring Minnesota and finding some of the nuggets, finding some of the best stuff to do is Todd Walker. Every Thursday at this time, you get to hear his top list of what's coming up and what he recommends. The one and only Todd Walker. Hey, Todd, welcome back. Hey, Paul. I, I got to tell you, first of all, we have to clear something up. I ran into two different groups of our listeners last week, uh, this past week, and they were like, why do you always call in from a bathroom? What is with this? So we have to explain that, okay, because right now, Paul, I'll tell you where I am in just a moment, but one of the reasons is it's privacy, it's I'm always on a location, and uh, you the sound is best, and it's, it's a great place to record. I've actually recorded in bathrooms before. So, so, Paul, you know, justify me that bathrooms are a good place for these kind of things, right? It's not irritable bowel syndrome. I just want to no. clear that up. That That is one of the conspiracy theories out there right now, Todd. Ah, oh, yeah. I, I just had to clear. I mean, because right now, you're going to think this is odd, but I'll give you another perfect example. I'm down at the Flint Hills Family Festival in front of the Orangeway. It is unbelievably windy down here. So, yeah, yeah. I jumped in a port. I jumped in a porta potty. And I'm calling you from a porta potty right down here at the. Wait, at the home you're in a porta potty right now? Yeah, heck yeah. Because if I was outside, there'd be so much wind noise with the phone and calling in. So yeah, I thought, where do I jump in? So I jumped in a porta potty. So here I am, porta potty from the right in front of the yardway there, my buddy. So yeah, hey, <laughs> so I, I respect that. Yeah. You do what you I have know. to do. Yeah, let's start with Flint Hills. Yeah, please. Okay. This is an unbelievably great festival. It's been going on for so many years, right in front of the Ordway. And, you know, they t- took two years of hiatus because of the pandemic. And it's just, it's a really unbelievable experience. And all the outdoor activities are completely free. They bring in acts, international acts, literally from around the world. One year they had people doing a whole performance, jumping off uh, and doing a dance performance off the buildings. They have people on stilts. It's it's just really uh, different art communities from around the world come in for this festival. And it's, it's a free, free event, as I said. And then inside, there's a nominal fee for some of the activities that happen inside. But generally, this is for families. This is for kids. And it happens all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And uh, it's really the place to be. So that's for kids. And, you know, I, I'm sure I'm going to hear from some of our listeners because they know I live in St. Paul. And I always hear, you're always talking about St. Paul events. But there are so many things happening this weekend in St. Paul, Paul, that you should just, you know, get a hotel room and stay in St. Paul. <laughs> get a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> okay. I, um, I don't. Well, hopefully you haven't. Uh, yeah. Well, because, yeah. Todd. I remember one of my fondest memories as a kid. Every Christmas, my dad would take the ping pong table and he would set up an HO train set 
and we would add something to the train set every year, and it was so cool. And I became infatuated with model trains. I love trains, and so I'm intrigued by train days. Tell us about that. Okay, train days, uh, once again, I have filmed this a number of times uh, for Fox, and the train days happens down at the Union Depot in St. Paul. And your love for trains uh, is certainly not unique. There are so many people that attend this event. The kids go absolutely crazy. Uh, if you are a train lover, they have everything for you to go out, go out on the platforms and see, like, you know, real full-size trains. To inside, they have uh, collectors that share different you know, unique pieces of trains. You can trade train pieces with some of the people from around the, you know, around the country that come in for this and they have train sets set up and the kids go crazy, but it's not just for the kids. There's so many adult train lovers as well. So yes, this is happening Saturday and Sunday. The doors open at 10 o'clock goes until four o'clock and it's completely free. I mean, absolutely free. And they wow. have food that's going to be available and, you know, it's it's just a really great event if you're looking for something to do with your kids and if you're a train lover. So that's downtown St. Paul at the Union Depot. This next item, I, I know you were a professional wrestler at one point. Oh, yeah. It didn't quite it didn't work out quite the way you had hoped. But I give you a lot of credit, Todd, for getting in the ring and and trying. So uh, St. Paul Slammer, what what is that? And do you know this guy? Yeah, well, I, I hung up my uh, little bikini from my wrestling days uh, as I got a little bit older. And, yes, this is – I wanted to throw something in that's, you know, completely different. This is happening down at Kagan Case, and they set up an actual ring on their outside patio, and it is full-on wrestling that happens. It's called the same – it's hosted by the same Slammer and, uh, and Clutch Brewery. And they have live music that follows the wrestling match. That's Saturday afternoon, starting at three o'clock to six o'clock, and it's fifteen dollars. And I think it sounds just like a lot of fun. It's supposed to be, you know, a pretty nice day. So go down to the Kagan Case, grab a beer from Clutch, uh, watch some good old fashioned, you know, all star wrestling, and then stay for the music. I mean, that's fun. Yeah, that's absolutely fun. You know what else sounds fun is an outdoor concert, uh, especially the weather's going to be nice. I know this is Friday. This is tomorrow at 630 CHS Field. Uh, some 90s bands playing, right? Oh, I mean, Paul, look at this. Look at this lineup. It's uh, I love the 90s concert right downtown St. Paul at CHS Field. I mean, Vanilla Ice is going to be there. Young MC, <laughs> Color Me Bad. <laughs> I mean, I know, this sounds to me, I'm going. See, once again, all you have to do is go downtown St. Paul Park, start at the uh, Ordway, head down to train days, walk on over to CHS Field for the evening, and hear some unbelievable music. And this is all a celebration of 30 years of fun with the St. Paul Saints. So they're hosting this concert, and tickets are twenty nine fifty. And yes, it's tomorrow, starts at 6.30. I, I don't know, I... Come on. Look who's going to be there again. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla I think Ice. it sounds just like a really, wow. really fun event. And yeah, it colored me bad, like I said, Young MC. So yeah, CHS Field tomorrow, 6.30. Got to be there. And Todd, last last item, I look for excuses to go to St. Anthony Park. I just love that neighborhood, love the feel of walking through that, that area. And uh, there's an arts festival this weekend? 
Yes, it's a, it's it, once again it was postponed for the last two years, and it's just a really charming arts festival, and it's ha- happening at St. Anthony Park, right in front of the St. Anthony Park Library, which is just mm-hmm. a beautiful, beautiful building. It's such a charming neighborhood to walk through. Some great restaurants, and yeah, I mean it's just a great, great area. And this is their fifty third annual uh, arts festival, totally free. They have a number of activities for the wow. kids. It's a juried show. They're going to have live music. There's even a plant sale. So check that out. If you, It's kind of the start of the you know, outdoor arts festival. So this is definitely one that I, I wouldn't miss. It's smaller than some of the others, and it's a little bit more manageable, and it's a charming neighborhood. So we've got yeah. you set. We've got you set hey, from I mean, vanilla ice to uh, wrestling. Hey, we're out of time, but before we go, can you just scream out as loud as you can, I'm trapped. Let me out. Somebody let me out. Do that. Come on. Okay. Try. I'm pounding on the door. Can you hear me pounding on the door? Yeah, you got to yell. Help! Help! I'm trapped. I'm trapped in the porta potty. Somebody let me out. Let me out. There you go. No flushing. Oh, there's somebody There's somebody out in front of it, though. Somebody's <laughs> pulling on the door now, Paul. Now I'm a little embarrassed. A police Holy officer. I better, hey, I better let you I deal with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you... Hey, you messed up. You trusted me. Oh, the things I let you talk me into. All right, Paul, I better get out of here before they really wonder because there's cops all over the place. <laughs> Run. All right. Run as fast we'll as you, you can. Soon, buddy. Right, Thanks, Todd. Well done. Todd Walker at a porta potty outside the Ordway. I, who, who does that? Todd does. It. He gets it done. He finds a way. So does Mike Max. We've got some uh, some good news, some bad news, some very uh, heartbreaking news, too, when we come back on CCO. Maxi Sports brought to you by the John Schuster Group, Caldwell Banker Realty. Maxi, uh-huh. thanks for coming on for uh-huh. a bonus hey. round of Mike Max. Has it, uh, it's snowed in Hawaii, right? All 50 states have, have had oh, yeah. snow? Oh, yeah. But where in Higher Hawaii, elevations. They, uh, is it, how high do they get up there? The volcano peaks. I think those peaks, I want to say they're up around... 12,000 feet, 10, 12,000 feet. Oh, they are? So, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I've been to the top of Mauna Kea. There's a uh, an observatory up there, and it, it was the most amazing drive up. I mean, the observatory was cool, but the drive up, and especially the drive down, you feel like you're in an airplane when you're coming down off that mountain. It's a volcano. Yeah. And you descend, and it warms up like 40 degrees in the span of, wow. of an hour as you go down the mountain. But, yeah, every state has had snow. Yeah. Wow. And, um, like, in Hawaii, like that, here's a question that I have. This is a meteorology question, okay? Oh. So, so you're going up 10,000 feet, okay? Now, this is just me, the novice, on the outside looking in. I'm saying you're getting closer to the sun. Why would it get colder as you get closer to the sun? The atmosphere cools with altitude. Outer space is cold, uh, really, really cold, close to absolute zero. So the atmosphere cools with altitude, and it cools about three to four degrees for every thousand feet. You rise up through the atmosphere. Then you hit the stratosphere where it warms up okay, temporarily. Okay, you got to get all the way to the stratus to get. You got to get to the stratosphere. Get yeah. some sunbathing again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're fun at parties aren't we oh boy yeah this... <laughs> it's just one of those questions that always bothered me say like, well if you're getting closer to the sun why wouldn't it get warmer and i knew there's a logical scientific reason but i just didn't know what it was yeah well it just... <sighs> kept us from talking that. about the twins so didn't it 
It, it did. Yeah, it did, uh, yeah. They lost, what, three out of four? No, no, no. Four no. out of five, four five of the Tigers. This what this is, is it five about the Tigers? Tilt. I don't know, because not many people have said what's it about the Tigers this year. You know, they, they're, they're not a very good team. And, I know, um, and they sliced and diced the, the twins up. Uh, Jonathan Scope, former twin, had had I think he had seven RBI in the five games. Uh, had the first one today. He's a big, strong, strappy lad that plays second base, and he was with the Twins for just the one year, nineteen, and uh, an affable, nice guy. He gets thousands hit uh, this series, uh, but when they had him that year, when they were the uh, uh, the Bomba Squad, he was right in the middle of it. But he's six four, six five. I mean, a good size second baseman. And C.J. Crone, they brought him to play first base. And, and C.J. Crone's had a great year this year, too, in terms of power numbers. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Tigers are not an overwhelming team. But I, I do have to say this, Paul. It, it, it is becoming so um, obvious that, that you know, in, in the way they've changed uh, the, the makeup of the balls or the humidor or whatever, um, whatever you thought going into this season, stop and rethink. Because pitching is now going to become dominant, and hitting will not. The Twins didn't. Twins went twenty-two innings without scoring a run until yeah. they got one today. Twenty-two innings before G. Ursula hit a double, uh, knocked in Nick Gordon. They, they um, uh, home run totals are obviously down everywhere. Uh, so all of a sudden they're talking about these good pitching performances and how good the Twins' pitching staff is. I'm not sure that it's any better than it was last year, but if you change the makeup of the balls. You become much better, just like if you change it the other way, you become a much better power hitter. So I, I don't think there's much difference in talent. I just think that pitching's going to win out because that's where they've settled up. It, are players actively complaining no, about no, well, these not, new not balls? Not the pitchers. <laughs> not yeah, the pitchers. But. Devin Smelter's on with us this morning uh, with Tommy H and I, and. Uh, uh, and he said every ball is like a snowflake. He said everyone's a little bit different in terms of the way that it feels. So whatever they're doing to it, uh, I assume to soften it some with that humidor. And again, this gets into the science. You could probably speak to it better than I could. Uh, but if you put uh, cowhide um, in in something that's very humid, I, I, my, my guess would be, but I was wrong about the altitude thing, my guess would be that would soften it, correct? It should. But shouldn't you be putting cigars in a humidor and, and not baseballs? Only in Cuba, I buddy. I, uh, no. I hey. Um, Max, I want to ask you, and it's a tragic story. Too many of these stories, but uh, Gophers running back Marion Barber III uh, passed away at the age of 38. Do we know anything more? Did no. you You had a lot of interaction with him, right? Yeah. Um, I would say that um, I never really felt like I knew him well. I, I knew him. I covered him. Uh, I talked to him. There's the obvious connections, him being a Minnesota athlete and a high school athlete here. Uh, he was not a big media guy. Uh, he kept to himself that way. The, you did observe uh, one of the interesting things that I thought was he and Lawrence Maroney both played running back. And, and there's only so many snaps in a game. And there's only so many ways to get to 1,000 yards. And yet they, they um, my point being that, that it's easy to, to not like the other, or at least to be in competition with, maybe they were, but it didn't matter. They had a great friendship, and uh, and, and he and Lawrence were, you know, part of that. And the, the third piece of it was Thomas Tepay out of St. Paul Johnson. And when those three were running the football, and that offensive line was in sync, Vic Adamley was the running backs coach, Gordy Shaw was the offensive line coach, Glenn Mason the head coach. Uh, they ran the football about as well as anybody in the Big Ten. 
And yep. um, Marion Third, of course, his father, Marion, a uh, great gopher as well. They both had great games against Michigan at home. Marion's dad, uh, uh, they, they won that game that he would shut out when they were number one. And then Marion Third, I think, ran for 197 yards the, the, year, the, the game that they lost in that huge comeback by Michigan in the second half of the Metrodome. Uh, but Marion Third was... Um, uh, he didn't seek. He didn't ever, never seemed that comfortable to me in, in in the public forum in the limelight kind of thing. He he seemed comfortable when he was with his friends, when he was with his teammates. Uh, his brother Dom was a great player. So was Thomas. Tom played in the NFL as well. He, he's different than Marion. R- really, uh, uh, he worked at the university for a long time, so I'd see him frequently. J- just a really nice kid. Uh, and Imam Karen uh, holds that family together. And and uh, uh, Marion got you know a- after football. Um, life was not real good, and yeah. uh, as you, th- this was an ongoing conversation uh, amongst people that were you know connected in the program, knew what was going on. Uh, you know, from time to time, uh, you'd be in conversation. You'd say, well, "Have you talked to Marion Barber?" No, you know, can't get a hold of him. Uh, changed his number, whatever it was. Uh, and I remember Thomas Tapay most recently when I when I had him on a few years ago. And Thomas went through his own tough times. He lives down in New Orleans, at least at last count. And uh, and we were talking about Marion because they were good friends and in the same uh, uh, backfield. And and he said, really tough, really tough deal, tough to get a hold of him. Uh, all those things, and, and he had a few bounce backs uh, emotionally, where he'd be back up here uh, in the last several years. Glenn Mason talked this morning about uh, having dinner with him. He said four or five years ago. Um, so there, there were there were spaces like that, and, and, and pieces like that, but there were also some disturbing incidents, uh, you know, police incidents, etc. And um, whatever it was, you you, you never. Um, uh, you, you you always worried. Let me put it that way. And I think everybody yeah. that that un, that knew him, uh, that uh, understands what I'm talking about, uh, knows that for the last several years, you always worried about marrying something, and you hope that he was in a good place. Well, certainly condolences to to his family and oh, his yeah. friends. It, Tremendous it, it is a loss. Uh, contributors to this state, his yeah. entire family. And let me tell you something, Paul. I was watching last night uh, as we put our stuff together, and I'm talking to his teammates. Many, many of them couldn't even, you know, d- didn't want to be interviewed, and j- just were really grieving last night, and probably into today as well. Uh, but I'm watching the, the video that we get that Dallas sends us and go for video, and, and and man, did he run hard, and he hit people, and he put his head into people, and and he backed down from no one. Uh, Glenn yeah. Mason had him coming as a cornerback, and and Marion insisted on getting a chance at running back. And man, was he right! You know, uh, he he talked them into him playing the right position, but he ran with more reckless abandon than I remembered. And and that day at Nashville, uh, any Gopher fans or that were there will recall this. Uh, they're playing Alabama. I mean Alabama. Now, now it's before Saban. Granted, Mike Shula's the coach, but it's still Alabama, and 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 the place is rocking with Alabama folks. And it would have been, it proved to be his last game with the Gophers. But he was he put on a show that day. He was the MVP of the game. I think he might have even thrown a touchdown pass. He 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 was uh, unbelievable. And I remember watching that going because he had a fifth year option to come back. And I, I remember watching that as did others going. He's not coming back, man. That that's too good a performance. He's going to the <laughs> NFL. He did, and he didn't yep. look back. Mikey, when we come back, I want to talk Kevin Fiala, uh, Vikings, and whatever the heck you're tracking for your sportscast. Uh, When we come back on CCO, stay with us.
Mike Max with me this afternoon. Paul Douglas with you. Thanks for coming along for the ride. So, Maxie, do we know anything more about Kevin Fiala? I saw that Instagram post some time ago that said, thank you, Minnesota. Uh, what's going on? Is he well, going to get he, traded? Do we know? He, he could. The salary cap is what it's all about. It's not that they don't want Kevin Fiala back. It's can they afford him uh, based right. on his production. And so he, he put up numbers. Uh, he's become a, you know, he, he'd be a desired commodity out there. Uh, and so Bill Guerin has to play with the salary cap to try to make uh, things work. Uh, would they like Fiala back? Yeah. Are the odds of him coming back? I'd say 40-60 that, that he comes back to the wow. – uh, uh, really? the wild. They, they, Philippe uh, Hansen, they, they declined. Uh, he, he's a, you know, I don't know if people understand how all this works, but in 2018, they drafted this defenseman uh, from Sweden. And um, uh, yesterday, whatever the deadline was, I suppose it must have been June 1st, uh, they decided not to even sign him. In other words, they, they didn't think he was good enough. So they watched him in Sweden at their developmental camps. They said he's not good enough. So they declined it and they get a compensatory pick for that um, in the. Um, Second round, but th- those are ouches because that means he swung and missed on a first round pick in 2018 that should be in his prime by now. Uh, and that was Paul Fenton. That was before Bill Guerin was on board. Uh, but, uh, th- that's, you know, that- that's not the end of the world. It's not here counting on him. Uh, but it's just kind of interesting fodder because in, in, huh. in, uh, you know, most places when you draft somebody, you, you know, you're obligated to sign them. Yeah, absolutely. I, Thank you for that perspective, Mikey. Hey, anything new with the Vikes? Uh, any cause for hope, optimism for Vikes fans? Let me think. Now, I'm trying to think of the best. These off-season workouts are so um, vanilla. Uh, you know, what mm-hmm. you pick up. Yeah, there's a few things you can pick up on in practice if somebody's practicing more with the first team or something like that. But they're not hitting. And, and, and this year, a little bit more interesting because they're, they're putting in new concepts with the new coaching staff. And so what it, what it has been... To date, I was out there softball tournament the other day, and in talking to the players, it has been um, positive vibes on steroids, so to speak. They, they are going out of their way uh, to try to, uh, hey, you're not just a football player; you're a person too, and we respect that, and uh, we're here for you. All those things that would be what they would perceive to be the opposite of Mike Zimmer's uh, reign as Vikings. I think that's, I, I think that that's overstated in Zimmer's case. I don't think Zimmer is as, um, is controlling or as bad or as, uh, uh, um, you know, he, I don't think he had as many walls between him and the players as people, you know, uh, want to believe. In fact, I think he was just a, a piece of it. There, there was more to it than that, but the bottom line was they weren't winning. So you come in and, and if you're Kevin O'Connell, you, you got to sell that you're the positive guy. Now, I have heard, I was talking to another NFL team that interviewed O'Connell. And they, they said he um, interviewed very well with them, was number two on their list because he had uh, uh, performed really well in the interview process. So uh, that means it wasn't just the Vikings that were impressed with him. There were other teams that were as well. Mikey, what's on your show? We have less than a minute, but uh, sports got, for the max uh, You mentioned Joe Biden speaking at six thirty. He's got a press conference, so I'll give oh. way to him. Yep. Well, you could interrupt that. I, uh, you can do anything once. You know Mike. what happened last time? I did that. No, um, <laughs> seven oh five. I've got Brad Anderson. He's he is the wise head of football coach when when Marion Barber was there. Uh, so we'll visit with him about Marion and the family, etc. Devendra Jordan will join us. He's a, a trainer extraordinaire that works with kids that are preparing for the. Upcoming uh, NBA draft, Darby Hendrickson is going to join us tonight, uh, Minnesota Wild assistant coach and, of course, former great player in this state. And, nice. and so that and a whole bunch more. We'll be listening. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Companies. 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.